0: Podcasting Lab presents Happy Wife, Happy Life. A marriage book for men that doesn't suck. Read by the author Scott Carlson and Kim Carlson. Just a little warning, there are some curse words in here. Introduction. People stay married because they want to, not because the doors are locked. Paul Newman. There I was, facing two angry men, one of whom was holding a pull cue. I twirled the glass in my hand, listening to the clink of the ice and thinking to myself, how did I get in this spot? I just wanted to go get some pho, and now my big mouth had written a check I might not be able to cash. It was a Saturday afternoon about a year ago when I heard about a great pho place off Main Street. It was called Pho King No. 7. Pho is a delicious Vietnamese noodle soup made with a broth full of flavor. So I talked my wife into trying it out. We entered Pho King Number 7 and made our way to the booth with the least duct tape covering tears in the blue upholstery. There was an old 19-inch TV playing some type of game show on the glass counter in front of us. There was a Buddha statue next to it with many food offerings. Pho King Number 7 really looks like every other pho place in America. Kim slid next to me in the booth. Did you see that nail place next door? If they have an opening, I might get a pedicure after lunch. My place has been booked for a week. I sat my phone down on the table. That's a good idea. I'll pass the time at that dive bar across the street. Did you check us in at Phu King on your phone? Kim nodded that she had. The waitress took our orders and quickly brought out our phu. The broth was amazing and fragrant. We tried the durian smoothie after a day or two and it didn't stink. And uh, tasted not that bad. After we finished eating and the check was paid, I left a couple of bucks on the table and put the coins in my pocket. That is another great thing about phu. It is very inexpensive. We then walked next door to the nail place. Kim verified they had an opening, so I made my way across the street to the dive bar. This particular dive bar had old saloon-style swinging doors. The floor had seen several transformations, as were at least two sections of white tiles and one section of brown tiles. In the center of the room were a couple of very used pool tables. A jukebox playing Johnny Cash was attached to the far wall. The place smelled like old cigarettes and musty socks. I sat on a barstool close to two men engaged in a heated conversation. I looked toward the bartender, who never looked up while texting on her phone. Whiskey and Coke, please. While pouring my drink, she asked the other two guys if they needed anything. Their names were Jim and Jack. At first, I thought she was asking the type of whiskey, and then I figured out they must be regulars, and she knew them by name. If I put a nickel in a bucket for every time my wife and I had sex before marriage, and then I took a nickel out of the bucket every time my wife and I had sex after marriage, I would never empty the bucket, said Jack. Jim pounded his fist on the bar. That is so true. Jack was an average looking guy with a red tie, white business shirt, black slacks, and freshly polished wingtip shoes. He was having a conversation with Jim, a guy whose very impressive beard made him look like a lumberjack. We were the only ones in the small bar except for the bartender, still texting on her phone. Would your wife say the same thing I asked? Both men turned on their barstools to face me. A look of disgust was apparent on their faces from my intrusion on their conversation. Jim stood up, stroking his beard with one hand and reaching for a pull stick with the other. And now, a word from our sponsors. The Podcast Group. Do you have a podcast? Are you a podcaster? If you are, go to www.thepodcastgroup.com and join. I don't know said Jack, turning his head to look at me from the side. I don't think anyone really understands women, said Jim with a sarcastic tone. I very energetically said to them, hang on, bear with me here and just listen to this analogy. Let's say your wife is like one of those old style water pumps. You know, the type with the handle you have to pump. When you first install the water pump, you have to drill deep in the ground. You have to put the pump together. Once the pump is properly positioned with the pipes attached, you have to lubricate the pumping arm. You then have to prime the pump with a little water to get it going. Once the pump starts flowing, it is easy to pump and the water runs clean. But after a while, you have to do maintenance on the pump. The pump arm will again need to be lubricated. The hole might need to be drilled again. The pump will need to be primed often, but if you do some work, you will always have easy flowing clean water. I revealed a big smile, thinking they understood. But they just looked at me like I was trying to sell them a Caitlyn Jenner sex video. Jim gripped the pull stick tighter, his knuckles turning white. I persisted. If you do the things for your wife after marriage that you did to get her to marry you, you will have easy, flowing, clean water. The pump doesn't just keep pumping without work. Why should I do all the work? What about my wife? Jack asked with a look of disdain. I slid a nickel down the bar toward Jack. Be happy with taking your nickel out of the bucket on your birthday and an occasional holiday, because that's all you're going to get with that attitude. Jim suddenly set the pool cube back on the table. How do we fix it? How do I get my wife to treat me like she did before we got married? I stood up from my bar stool and walked closer to Jim. I took out my phone and showed it to him. How much do you really know about your wife? If you remember tomorrow was your anniversary, would you know what she really wanted? Jim took my phone and held it a few inches from his face. What is this you're showing me? That is my wife journal. Jack started laughing hysterically. That has to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Jim and I both looked at Jack. I could tell Jim really wanted to have a better relationship with his wife, while Jack obviously couldn't care less. Jack, still laughing, downed his drink and walked toward the swinging doors. I'm not listening to this crap. I took my phone back from Jim. I can give you seven tips on how to appreciate your wife and make her think you are a kick-ass husband. Jim sat back down and I moved over to the bar store where Jacob had been sitting. I told Jim that I was so passionate about being a kick-ass husband I wrote a book. I wrote this book. I wrote this book because I want men to know some things that have worked for me. I'm not claiming to be the expert wife whisperer, but I've learned some really good ideas from my wife about what she likes. I've also been divorced, and I learned even more lessons from that terribly horrible experience. So many men take their wives for granted. They think that after marriage, everything will be perfect. And in reality, it is just as much work as before marriage. A marriage is really a type of contract that can be broken. You want to ensure that you are the man that she wants in her life. If you make her happy, she will make you happy. A marriage is not 50 50, it is 100 100. So just worry about your 100. In football, If the offense is struggling to move the ball, the defense needs to step up. You don't just call it quits. You expect the defense to bust their asses until the offense gets their crap together. That is how you win games. You win by both the defense and offense working hard. That is also what makes a successful marriage. Divorce and infidelity come with losing. So you need to bust your ass and become a kick-ass husband. There is a well-known analogy called the love account. In the love account, you make credits by bringing happiness to your wife. You then make debits by pissing your wife off. If your wife tells you she loves silver hoop earrings and you buy her silver hoop earrings, this will put a credit in your love account. But if you buy her gold hoop earrings, this will cause a debit from your love love account. You need to listen to what she really wants. If she wants you to be home more to watch movies and snuggle, but you put in overtime at work in order to buy her a diamond tennis bracelet, you have just failed. You didn't listen to what your wife really wanted. You did what you thought your wife really wanted. And the bigger you screw up, the larger the debit in your love account. And if your account stays overdrawn for a certain length of time, your wife will close that account. Women really want to be heard and appreciated. I will show you seven tips to far surpass your wife's expectations. She will give you all the love you can take. Gentlemen, start your engines. And if you keep up the listening and appreciation, your life will be better. Are you just trying to get a fucking participation award in marriage? Or are you in it to win it? Sozu!